welcome to the Midlife-ish podcast, where you learn how to wake up and slay through menopause with mindful living. I'm your host, Dr. Joyelle, your board-certified OBGYN and perimenopause health coach. There's a lot of ish that happens during these midlife years, and you're probably bombarded by the pressure of beating the clock before you hit menopause. Are you a professional woman between the ages of 40 and 50 and afraid of how you'll look, feel, and even think when you approach menopause? Are you over 40 experiencing hot flashes, mood swings, lack of energy, and just feel lost on what to do to manage your symptoms? Are you over 40 and you cringe with each birthday because it means you're one year closer to menopause and you might just run out of time to fulfill your biggest dreams? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you are where you are supposed to be. This podcast will not only prepare you for what to expect during the midlife years, but equip you with simple, integrative strategies to manage your menopausal symptoms. Ladies, you will learn that you are not heading towards a midlife crisis, but a midlife revolution as you embrace the evolution of yourself. So let's get started so you can slay your day. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Midlife-ish. I want to thank you, as I always do. Thank you, thank you for coming back to listen to another episode. And if you haven't written a review yet, please do so that more women can see this podcast. So today I wanted to talk about loving the skin that you are in. You know, skin is the is our biggest organ. And I honestly could say for myself, I actually kind of ignored it until I reached 39 and 40. <laughs> I did not have any type of skincare regimen. I just, you know, washed my face with whatever soap, you know, Neutrogena. I just tried to just trying different things. And then I turned 39 and my skin was like, what we doing? <laughs> I had these huge acne breakouts. Oh my gosh. I like literally, I would wake up in the morning, look at my face and say many cuss words. <laughs> many cuss words. Okay, y'all. Like seriously, every morning I'm like, really? WTF, like this is not cool. Like every morning there was something new on my face and I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) Why is this happening? So from 30, you know, into 39, you know, and forties, my skin was cray cray. And I had acne when I was a teenager. And then, you know, as I got older, it went away and I, I was I was fine. You know, I didn't have any issues. And then, like I said, I turned 39, 40. It was like, hey, we back, we back. We are, we are back with a vengeance. I had these, you know, huge cystic um, acne um, bumps along, um, you know, along my cheekbones. Well, you know, more, low, I'm sorry, not the cheekbones, but my lower jaw um, onto my chin. And like I said, I would wake up just, you know, pissed off because I'm cussing my face out in the morning. And then, you know, I'm talking, I talk to people every day and 
you know, seeing patients and I'm worried about if they're, you know, if they see that big old acne bump that I tried to pop this morning, <laughs> that hurts. Do they see it? And I'm trying to, you know, you know, carry the conversation, make some distractions so they, you know, so they won't look at it. It was crazy. Like I was not feeling good in my skin, um, that attractive. Like I was, I was, I was not, I was not good. And I'm like, this is not, I, I can't keep doing this. I need to do something. And of course, you know, as I was going through other changes at that point, I'm like, oh my gosh, these hormones, I blame it on the hormones. And through my journey, I realized like, it's just not about the hormones, girl. (laughs) Yes. Hormones do influence it, right? Like certainly an increase in acne or new acne does come up with perimenopause. However, there are other things that you need to think about when or if it does happen. And for me, what I realized, like I said, I was at a point where I was not feeling good in my skin. I was literally angry. Like, seriously, I told y'all cuss words. at my face on a daily basis, which is that cool. So, and I realized as I started to change other things, things started to clear up. So I changed my eating habits. I became more mindful of what I was putting on my skin. Cause like I said before, I was like using any kind of soap like, you know, whatever. Didn't really look at any of the ingredients. It was like, you know, whatever I can, whatever I can find, I thought was good. You know, no research, no nothing. It was like, I'll just use this and see, let's see what happens. So I started being more mindful of the ingredients of things of I was putting on my skin. And I um, found a skincare line that I really loved and, you know, uh, vegan based. And I was like, okay, this, this is good. So I did that. I looked at my, um, actually how much water I was drinking. Like I am not, I was not still, uh, I will say I was not, I'm still not really a big fan of water. Like I feel like water is very boring and (laughs) (laughs) but you know obviously I know that it's so 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 important so for so many things in our bodies right and definitely for your skin hydration is so important y'all um so I had to make it fun I had to make it interesting so I would add you know strawberries I would add um cucumbers to make it you know that's you know when you go to the spa they have that nice big jug glass jug of uh, water with the cucumbers in it so I did that um I use mint what else did I use? Sometimes I put um, a lemon slice or a lime slice in it just to make it interesting, just to make it fun. Because like I said, I was at a point like a water is boring and I don't really want to drink this. <laughs> but like I said, it's very important that we hydrate ourselves, um, especially after 40. Um, so I started to boost up my hydration station. <laughs> 
<laughs> as I learned in Peloton, get your hydration station going. Um, so I started drinking more water. And then I also started looking at my stress levels, you know, working full time, three kids, like all the things that we do, right? And I didn't really have like a way to manage stress per se, right? Like, you know, I didn't really have a regimen, I would say. Like, it was just whatever. And, you know, honestly, I didn't, I just kept going. Like, you know, like we normally do, right, ladies? Like, we just keep going. Like, yeah, I'm stressed, but I'll just keep going because there's there's things to do. (laughs) I got things to do. So once I started managing my stress better, once I started unloading things that Um, was putting more stress on myself, I started to notice a change. So all of those things I, you know, realize makes a big impact on my skin. So it's not just about, you know, focusing on, you know, fixing the hormones or, you know, making, um, getting your hormones back in balance because there are other things that you need to think about when you are having skin changes, specifically acne um, during, you know, after 40 or during perimenopause and menopause, because I know it's real (laughs) and it's annoying. So the things you need to think about If you are having this issue is looking at, you know, your eating habits and, you know, what I would say is what I've always said, you want a plant rich diet, right? Because the gut, our gut health makes a big difference also on our skin. So you can actually, um, you know, treat your skin from the inside out by really feeding your gut some good, healthy plants. And like I've said before, I'm not trying to make you vegetarian or vegan because I am not, and I am not going to, (laughs) but really just being more intentional about eating more plants to feed that good gut bacteria in order to help with clearing up your skin. So think about that. That's number one. Number two, like I said, as far as things you're putting on your skin, you know, your skin, things um, absorb on your skin within seconds. So you need to really be mindful of what kind of skin regimen, um, skincare regimen that you are using. And, you know, everyone's skin type is different, oily versus, you know, if you're naturally have a drier skin or whatever that is, choosing a skincare regimen um, that, that, uh, that aligns with, your skin type, um, as well as looking at the ingredients, you know, there are things in these skincare products and a lot of our personal care products, even lotions, just, you know, just general lotions too, you have to, that that you have to think about. Um, There are things that, you know, we call xenoestrogens or hormone disruptors, and they essentially, you know, once they get absorbed in your skin, they can bind your estrogen receptors and cause, you know, a hormonal imbalance. So, you have to, you know, look at things like um, something called parabens. Um, these are things that they put a lot in um, skincare and personal care products that you have to look at to see if that's in there, um, because that certainly is a 
common hormone disruptor that can affect your hormonal balance. So looking at your um, skincare regimen, you know, or, you know, that as well as lotions and things like that, that you put on your skin um, and makeup, like all of that, everything that you put in your skin that can be absorbed, you know, um, you need to be mindful of. And like I said, the skincare regimen that I use is actually called age. Well, um, I love it. If you want more information about that, you can send me a DM, but you know, like I said, being intentional about looking at the ingredients of what you put on your skin is so, so important. And I talked to my girls about that too. You know, my, uh, my two girls, the two daughters, they're eight and 10 and they actually have eczema. And, you know, I talked to them about the importance of taking care of their skin. And, you know, we have to look at different things um, in regards to um, how their skin responds to, you know, what they're eating uh, and what they're putting on their skin. So we have multiple conversations um, in regards to that. So looking at that is number two, um, what you're putting on your skin is important. Number three, hydration. Like I said, drink, 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 drink as much water. Um, your goal should be drinking half your body weight in ounces every single day. Um, because the other skin change that happens with um, perimenopause and menopause is dry skin, dry, itchy skin. And that's because we lose collagen as we age. So you really want to be intentional about drinking plenty of water um to help hydrate your skin um so you you know definitely want to make that um a routine and number four is stress management um i know i've mentioned before stress can cause so like basically wreak havoc on all of our body systems whether we you know realize it or not um, it certainly can wreak havoc. Um, so it definitely can affect your skin. So developing uh, a stress management system that works for you um, is important. And, you know, what that, that can look different for everybody, you know, um, uh, deep breathing, yoga, meditation, unloading things, um, that stress you out, you know, obviously things that you can unload, you know, you need to unload in order just to, you know, again, just take off some of the stress on you because that certainly can um, affect your skin. So those are things that I wanted to, you know, share with you in regards to just being able to, you know, love the skin that you're in. You have to show your skin some love by doing certain things. Um, and like I mentioned before, looking at what you're putting physically in your body, what you're putting physically on your body, um, as well as the, um, the stressors. So thinking about all of that in order for you to love the skin that you're in, you need to think about all those things. And like I mentioned before, um, in regards to what you can expect, or not obviously not everyone can expect this, but the skin changes that can occur um, with perimenopause and menopause. You know, like I said, I'm talking um, definitely acne is one. Um, dry, itchy skin. Some people can get like these creepy crawly sensations too. And you know, I think that also again, just looking at things that you're eating, things that you're putting on your skin um, can help. And then, you know, rarely I've had um, women had a um, 
flare of their eczema or a different type of rash that may come up. That's something that rarely happens. And sometimes I do consult with dermatology in regards to that. But in general, I think the more the most common things as far as skin changes is um, acne and that dry, um, itchy skin. So when I talk about all of this um, in my menopause moguls program um, in regards to, you know, the things that we need to do to um, help with those skin changes as we are going through the menopausal transition. And if that's something, you know, in addition to other any other menopausal symptoms that you're struggling with. And, um, and that's something that, that you need, you know, some, some, some support, some, um, accountability in regards to things you need to do to, to help change that. Send me a DM, you know, so we can chat to see if, um, um, you would, um, be a good fit to put up, to get on the waiting list for the um, next cycle of menopause moguls program. But in general, like I said, really be mindful about, you know, not focusing on hormonal things, hormonal changes that, you know, definitely can cause those acne breakouts, but also think about other things um, that you may be doing that can um, exacerbate um, those acne breakouts. Okay. So that is what I have for you today, ladies. I want to wish you all a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time. All right. All right. Until then, take care. Thank you for listening. If you had any aha moments, please subscribe and share this podcast with all the ladies in your circle then head on over to www.drjoyelle.com to get my monthly newsletter and join my Facebook group so we all can slay our day together.